Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. How is the energy over there? Because over here, it is cray cray. And I know for a fact, I'm not the only one that's having a tough time. So in this episode today, I am going to be going over my empath's guide to dealing with the tough stuff because man, it is a crazy roller coaster over here and it's hard for me to deal. So I know that for you, it also might be a little bit hard for you to deal or maybe you know somebody else that's in your life that could use some of these um, tips and tricks and this insight and things like that. So before we get into this, I do want to first go over a little bit of the astrology. Now, as you know, I'm not a big astrology person. I barely even know all the signs of the zodiac and that kind of thing. So, but I knew that something crazy was happening with the stars, if you will, something energetic, because so many of us are growing, going through those tough times. You know, some people are facing really big health issues. Other people have lost past loved ones. You know, even the their pets are having difficult times. So I know that this is something that's really affecting the masses. And so I was like, OMG, we have got to look into the astrology behind this, okay? And so one thing that I noticed, and I this is from Cafe Astrology, so I really don't know if it's extremely accurate, but it does make a little bit of sense, all right? So it's saying that this is a last quarter moon that just occurred on June 10th, so it's just a couple of days ago. And it says that the last quarter moon phase points to a crisis of consciousness of sorts. And after basically an awareness symbolized by the full light of the moon at the time of the last week's full moon, we disperse our knowledge and come to a point when we need to sort out what works for us and what doesn't in preparation for next week's new moon, which is something that's going to be born again. So what I got from that is that we need to shine light on something that happened since the last full moon. And I might be getting some of my dates mixed up, but when I am looking at some of the moon phases, and it really does seem like, what was it? June 3rd was the last full moon, and the last new moon was May 19th. So what I gather from that is that something has happened between May 19th and also June 3rd that things are happening now that needs to shed light on. So one of the things that I'm thinking about about is my mother-in-law who is going through a health crisis right now and I'm thinking back and I'm like oh my gosh yes she had her testing done between May and June and now we're shining light on that trying to get her help with what those testing results said so maybe something else happened maybe there was like a graduation or maybe there's something else there and now you are having to 
you know, work a little bit harder or do things to clean up something that happened to me in June. And the reason why I brought up graduation is because there's a lot of graduations. I'm not saying that you're cleaning up a mess from graduation, but maybe now it's the time that your kid's going off to school or your nieces and nephews. And, you know, maybe you have to be there for, you know, your sister, your brother who's dealing with becoming an empty nester, those kinds of things. So that's one thing that I'm really noticing with the energy of like the moons and in astrology but there's also the Gemini new moon which reaches its peak here in a couple days on June 17th and 18th, okay? And it says the cosmic energies become bright for settling intentions and taking actions on any new inspirations that have found us. That is so true. New moons are always considered a power time to send out to the universe what we wish to draw back from us. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because we can manifest more turmoil in our lives and we don't want that. So we really need to make sure that we're keeping our thoughts on the positive. And it's not even like we are going to create more things that happen to us that are bad. No, that's not what it is. But basically what you focus on, you'll get more back. So where energy, where your attention goes, energy flows. However, it does say, and this is from foreverconscious.com. It says, but if we look a little deeper, there is some fog attached to this June new moon, okay? So the June new moon should be coming up on the 18th. 17th and 18th have a lot of that new moon energy. It says, it may cloud our judgment or create a sense of uncertainty that we may feel the invitation to welcome the new and to start over on something in our lives but it may feel difficult to know exactly what that path is. I really feel like we might be doubting our intuition, that we might not feel very grounded, that we might actually feel like we don't know exactly what the truth is. If you have a BS detector, if you're a person that has a really good like inner lie detector, those kinds of things, you might notice that it's kind of off. And that is 1000% already happening to me, like with personal issues and things like that. I feel like I am 100% bang on and so far I have been, but I feel like that doubt starting to creep in. So I wonder if that's going to get worse between the 17th, the 18th, and then going into that new moon energy, okay? And then it says here that Neptune, the planet of illusions, dreams, and spiritual love, is highly active under this new moon and will cast its veil over the energy we are receiving. Neptune can make things seem what they are not. It can sometimes deceive us if we are not careful. When Neptune is involved, we have to be extra mindful of aligning with the truth. While Neptune can create fogginess and confusion, the gift that it offers is deeply spiritual. Neptune clouds our outer world in effort to draw us within. When we cannot see what is in front of us, we have to trust our own inner judgment. We have to take it one step at a time. We have to listen to the voice of our intuition and use that to guide us. Neptune encourages us to trust ourselves. It encourages us to really listen to our inner voice when it comes to the next steps in our lives. Neptune is also connected to spiritual love, so it's hard to hear your intuition or trust yourself. Start with self-love. I don't know about you, but that has definitely been a theme that's been happening with me lately is talking about that self-love, making sure that you're loving yourself, that you're doing things that you truly love and those kinds of things. And so 
making sure that you do that. And this is definitely going to be a time of a meditation. It's going to be a time of looking in. So meditating, which I, you know me, I'm not like a big meditator and stuff, but you got to meditate, definitely go into your spiritual work, try the journaling and don't worry. We're going to be going over some other steps right now that will help you out. But at least you know that this is not you going crazy, okay? This is kind of like the star is going crazy and you're just feeling the effects of it, okay? So kind of give yourself a little bit of slack and let's get started on the second part of today's episode, which is going over the empath's guide to dealing with the tough stuff. So you might actually already have this guide. If you don't, I will put a link to it in the show notes right there so that you can go ahead and grab it. You can go ahead and follow along with me. If you want to just listen a little bit and then go ahead and download it later, you can do that as well. So when you're looking at it, you will see the table of contents, okay? And so it has a couple other things where you can get to know me a little bit more, what an empath is. It also has dealing with a narcissist, dealing with friends and family, dealing with world issues, dealing with boundary pushers, taking action, and then some additional resources to help you. Now, the reason why that I'm bringing this up is because whether you know it or not, you are probably 1000% an empath. And empaths really need a lot more self-care. We need to take care of ourselves. We're absorbing energies of others around us. And if you don't consider yourself an empath, then you are probably a highly sensitive person who is maybe just like an empath, but you don't actually absorb the energies. So empaths are sensitive to energies around them and they have tendency to absorb them and take on energies that are not theirs. So we don't want that for you, but in here, no matter what you identify as, I promise you the things we're going to go over is just going to help you out. And it can even help out some people that you know, whether or not they really consider them empaths. But if you are curious about what empath is and stuff like that, I do go over it into this guide, but I'm not going to go over it right now. So they have dealing with narcissists. And you know what, I'm going to skip this part, you can go ahead and um, reach out and grab the guide and go over a little bit with a narcissist. But I want to go over dealing with friends and family. And we'll go from there. Okay, because with the family and friends, it can really make or break the time that you're having right now. It could actually make it worse or it can actually make it better. And of course, we want to make it better. But sometimes we don't always have the best people around us, okay? So I want to read you what this guide says. It says, having difficult friendships and family connections can be heartbreaking for an empath or somebody who is sensitive. It can be heartbreaking for anybody, to be honest. But most empaths are born to families that are toxic. And this is really true because empaths have a bright light inside of them. And like I say, God does not put bright lights in areas where other brights are bright lights are they put them where the darkness is and so a job of an empath or a sensitive is oftentimes to light up that dark area to bring more love and light to that area so it says though however living or being around family and friend drama can have a negative impact another impact on the empath's health okay so we don't want that to happen to you because you are going to maybe even get sick you're going to feel anxiety you might even feel depression coming on you might feel burnt out you might feel like nobody freaking cares you might start going resentful after time and then all of a sudden you are going to start having maybe some health issues which can even start in the lungs with difficulty breathing and things like that or it might go ahead and for some reason they're showing me skin so skin rashes and and also a whole array of things. 
So definitely make sure you take care of you. Okay, so with dealing with family and friends, the number one thing that I want you to remember is keep vulnerable things to yourself. And this is with anybody, okay? So if you are really going to through a tough time, you really need to stop before you verbalize a lot of this because they can actually make it worse if they are not the right person. So kind of think about who you are venting to because sometimes they can, you know, give you horrible advice or just confirm to you, you know, that maybe they don't care because they don't know how to show it because they make it all about them, those kinds of things. So you really need to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded. And what I mean by like-minded, who are as giving as you, as who are who is as loving as you. And I know that you might have to be around your family and friends, but it doesn't mean that you really have to express a lot of those emotions to them. You can use your sacred tribe that you have or a couple of one or two little friends that you have to really like vent, having sounding boards and those kinds of things. And you can find some of these people in the Rise and Two Power group on Facebook, in the Coffee and Cards Club, other Facebook groups, meetup groups. So you can go ahead and find metaphysical stores that are near you. Also, meetup.com is another place to look and find these people. But that is the one big thing. And one other thing that's coming up too is even if you don't have family and friends that might be supportive of you here, then you know you have your spirit guides, past loved ones, and angels that want to talk with you. So even though you can't hear them maybe, they can still hear you. So you can write them letters and you can meditate and try to connect with them, all those things. And even if you feel like you're making up the answers, I promise you, they're right there by you. They're not going to lead you astray. So the next thing is, there's a couple other ones on here, but I just want to go over just like a few of them that I feel like are really standing out right now um, with spirit to let you know. And that is shielding yourself is going to be so important. You might have heard about this and shielding is basically what you do is that you're not letting anything come inside of your aura, which is your energy field around your body. Okay. And I love that. I love doing this because it's a very quick way in order to not absorb other people's emotions. And how you can do this is that you just imagine that there's a golden white light, a bubble, if you will, a cloak, however you want to do it. The best thing here is just do it with intention. And then what you're going to do is just set that intention that only 100% love and light can come inside of your space and that you are not open for absorbing anybody's energy. And it really works. And sometimes what I do is I put in devices into these bubbles, into these shields. So I shield my cell phone, I'll shield my computer, you know, if they're being, if they're venting a lot. Because here's the thing, if you're going through a tough time, chances are maybe your friends and family are going through a tough time too, but you have to honor yourself. You have to honor your emotions and sometimes you need space too. And just because you are shielding yourself doesn't mean that they're still not, you know, pushing out yucky energy. The thing is, it's just not going inside of you in your aura and your energy field. So just know you're still going to be a good friend that they are venting or whatever to you. You're just not going to absorb it because that's yucky energy. So basically you can even imagine that when it leaves them, it goes into the light. Okay. And it kind of gets recycled and cleansed and now it's beautiful light again. All right. So another thing too is don't feel obligated to keep friendships or any connections, okay? Remember people go in life for your re for reasons and they also come to you for seasons. So be okay if you haven't heard from so and so. Be okay if, you know, you don't feel like hanging out with this person anymore. Just 
concentrate on you, especially right now. It's really, really big. So making sure that you don't feel bad. It's like how many people have left your life that maybe you didn't even notice. They might have meant a lot to, you know, a lot. you might have meant a lot to them, but it happens. You know, people aren't meant to be in our life forever. Not some people, you know, like from the day you're born to the day you pass, like some people, they don't have that. And so, and some people aren't meant to have that because we're here to experience different people having amazing, crazy experiences themselves. All right. So here's another thing too. And I forgot that I put it on this guide, but it says get an astrology chart done on certain family members. So you can get insight on what the stars say about your relationship. Yes. And I will see if I can get it, but there is this really, really cool, uh, how do I describe it? Like system where you can put in your birthday and somebody else's birthday, and it will literally print you out like 23 freaking pages of you, like what your relationship is about. So I've had it done with me and my son. If you're going to business with someone, you can have it um, as well done so that you can kind of see like, okay, why are we meant to be in each other's lives? And that is really cool because sometimes if you know why the person is triggering you or why that person is brought into your life, it can sometimes help you mitigate some of the situations because then it can becomes more obvious on why you two were brought together. Maybe it was for them to help you. Maybe it was for you to help them. All right, so this is a big one. Don't always jump to help them, to help anybody, okay? Remember, each person is on their own own journey and they need to fill their own life lessons, okay? So we don't want to become enablers and stuff. So if you are having a tough time and you can't pick up the pieces of everybody else's stuff, then guess what? You're not supposed to. That's between them and God. Like their challenges are between them and God and their higher power or whatever it is, okay? So going ahead and allowing people to have their own journey, that's okay. And that's why you have a little bit more extra time then to try and take care of you. You might feel good taking care of everybody. You might feel like, oh no, I'm helpful and I'm useful and things like that. Yes, but right now is a time for you to concentrate on you. And it's also a time for you to be that parent maybe and be like, wait a second, it's time for them to fly. It's time for them to like go on on their own and maybe secretly be a safety net without them knowing. All right, so that is about your family and friends. I hope that helps you out a little bit. If you are somebody who is having to be the rock and you are having to be like really strong for families and friends, I know a couple of things that really help me out, okay? So the first thing is I have to indulge in self-care and do things that really make me feel good, especially my body, whether that's, you know, new lotions and things like that, going to the chiropractor. That's another thing that I've been doing a lot lately. So going ahead and doing that is number one, okay? Like, I mean, I've been getting up in the mornings at 5 a.m. and going for walks and stuff because you definitely need to have a little bit of movement too. That's really going to help whether you're going to go dancing, whether you just go for a walk, even on your lunch break, you need to have some of that movement because you need to move that energy, especially if you have a lot of people around you taking your energy. And that's okay if they take your energy from time to time. You know, people do that. It's not they're bad people and things like that. And they might need it because they're going through a rough time too, but and just kind of know that and know that you need to replenish your energy in one way to really do that. And also to raise your vibration at the same time is going to be through some kind of movement. So whether it is that you're taking phone calls and you go outside and walk while you're on the phone call, that is going to help out going for a bike ride. And let me see. Another thing too is to get a person. If you are a rock for everybody else, you need to find somebody that's going to be 
your rock, right? Someone else that you can vent to, someone that you can talk to. Even if it's over on the phone, whether it's through text messages, emails, that kind of thing, you also need to have an outlet, all right? So definitely do that. And now, I think that we're going to go right on to should we do boundary pushers? I think we do. I think Spirit's saying we need to do with boundary pushers because it's very important for you to have like sacred space when you are having a tough time. So you might have to have some time to where you're going to have to process your emotions, that you're going to have to get your emotions out. You know, not everybody has the luxury of being like me and I can just cry anytime, you know, like I feel like I can just cry at the drop of a hat and I don't have any kind of shame or guilt around it. You know, I grew up being told that I was a crybaby and stuff and I always wanted so badly to be that girl that never cried ever and you would just see one tear down my cheek and it's so funny because I always wanted to be that and this might be TMI but like my husband never cries like ever 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 and I think that's kind of normal for a lot of guys but I've never even seen my husband like tears well up I haven't even seen like one tear baby tear coming out down his cheek like ever have never done it never ever seen this and I've been to his family's funerals before he's been to my family's funerals we went through cancer scares with me and everything so it's kind of crazy but one thing I noticed though is that it's not healthy and it's not good and so a lot of times when people are not crying and they're not expressing themselves, that is a breeding ground for health issues, okay? Because you are keeping that energy inside of your body. And any kind of excess energy, whether it is good or bad, is not good for your body, okay? Because what you're going to do is you are going to start blocking your energy centers in your body. The energy might get stuck in certain, what is it called, um organs so you definitely don't want to do that so now since I've been more aware of like how energy works in the body and how emotions are energy emotion I'm very well aware of that so that's the reason why that you will see me cry even a drop of a hat like for example on coffee and cards last Sunday I really got very emotional very quick and I tell you what I felt like I was hung over for the rest of the day I was like wow I have must have release something and I didn't even like realize that I needed releasing of any sorts but when I read this card and the message and I'll be honest I don't even think I even remember what the message said I think it was talks about like it's okay if you go through tough times you know it makes you who you are and you're going through this tough time because you've had experience in dealing with this before so Take that and put that in the back of your mind to see if you've been through something similar than what you've been through before. And maybe you have some of those tools um, to get you through it a little bit better. And that just totally made sense. And then I felt like I was hung over for the rest of the day because I feel like it released a block that was there. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind, but we're going to move on right now to dealing with the boundary pushers. Okay, it says it is up to you to uphold your boundaries and you cannot blame others for not respecting your boundaries because you were the one who allowed them to push through. But I get it. Sometimes it's tough. So try some of these tricks that will help you become an empath or sensitive, right, with strong AF boundaries. So that's the biggest thing about boundaries. You so many people say, oh, they don't respect my boundaries. They don't care about my boundaries. And it's like, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. You know, it's it's up to you to make those boundaries. And then it's almost like you have a gate around your house, okay? And those are your boundaries. And then when you basically have someone knocking on the gate and then you open up the gate and let them in, like that's not their fault. You know, when they were knocking on the gate, you're the one that should have said, sorry, I'm freaking closed, you know? And so 
that's the one thing that sucks about boundaries that it truly is up to you to uphold them okay and it can be very very difficult and these are some things that's going to help you uphold them so when they're knocking on that gate you have some tools in your toolbox that you can use that might help you feel less guilty with upholding those boundaries and just really quick before we get into some of these tips some of the examples that are coming up to me right now on how people might be pushing your boundaries right now when you're having a tough time is making you do things that you don't want to do not trusting you not believing you thinking that you should be here or there you should be doing this and that because these boundaries aren't necessarily just physical as well they're also very mental boundaries because you have to make sure that you keep a clear head especially with all that astrological stuff that we talked about earlier that's going on so here's a couple of things all right first off is no some people will always 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 try to push your boundaries okay so think about how you can mitigate any awkward or difficult situations beforehand so if you have that meddling person that's in your life if you have that nosy person in your life if you know like you can kind of think back and look at some of your family and friends and be like oh yep that's the one so if you know that you're going to see them if you know that they're you know you're going to have to be around them Think of some ways that maybe you won't have to like talk to them, that you won't have to be like be around them if you're having a hard time. And that, does that make sense to you? Kind of see what you can kind of do if you are feeling a little bit low or if you're going through a hard time to where you won't have to see them as much. And then here's some things to help you if you do have to see them, okay? So come up with a default saying to use anytime that you want to say no. Or think about some of the questions or things like that that they push your boundaries on. And then come up with a default saying, okay? So being like, oh, you know, um, I really need to, um, I've been having some health issues lately. And I really not need to concentrate on me. Oh my God, what are your health issues? Like, I prefer not to say. Like, it's kind of personal. Or it's a girl problem. So it doesn't mean that you have to have any health issues. And I know that sometimes I don't like saying things because I'm afraid that I'm going to manifest them. But the thing is, is that your mental health and you not taking care of your mental health is a health issue. So you can say something along those lines. If it's something to do with your house or with your kids, you can come up with something beforehand that will help stop that situation and from them pushing your boundaries, okay? So another thing too is if it's really, really difficult for you to uphold those boundaries and for you to really, I guess, have that confidence within yourself, then even therapy, okay? It's so amazing how therapy can work for you and you won't even realize that some of the things that you think about is so distorted because of like your upbringing and your past. And when you're actually talking with someone who is unbiased and someone who's actually a professional at what they do, like it's amazing because you can actually hear like from them, like how obvious it is that your viewpoint's distorted. To me, it's very, very fascinating. So if you are having a severe time with upholding your boundaries, putting yourself first, or not being there for every single person and their mother, then definitely therapy is going to help out. I think it was better help is what I did. Better help. And it was really cool because you could go ahead and message your therapist anytime. You could go ahead and make weekly appointments, buy weekly appointments monthly, and you paid like a monthly fee. And then they have different tiers. And I forgot what the cheapest one was because I don't have insurance for that. And so I think that it was around 50 or so dollars, I want to say. But I will see if I can put a link in the show notes just in case you're interested. I'm not sponsored or anything. This is just what I use. And it worked really well for me. 
Okay, so the next thing is going to be don't explain yourself, okay? You don't owe anybody any explanations. And sometimes people don't want to hear it. People don't got time to hear it. Like you think that you're trying to be so good because, you know, maybe that's what they want to hear. But it's almost like you got to retrain people. Don't be like, I'm sorry, I can't because. And then you give them this big, long explanation, just trying to show them how sorry you are or whatever it is. And you're going on for like an hour. Okay, if that person is not going to understand a small explanation, then they're not going to understand a big explanation. And here's the thing. Stop putting it so much on you about why you can't do something, okay? If I can't do something, if I have to cancel an appointment, if I have to, you know, just literally tell somebody no because I'm tired, I'm hungry, whatever it is, I blame God. Because I'm like, you know what? He knew that this person was going to ask me. And he knew that there were I wasn't going to be able to do it. So it's on him. Because if it was meant to be, then he would have made it be. But what I did in the beginning when I was working through a lot of this stuff, I said to myself, I was like, okay, I am going to keep on shortening the reasons why I can't do something or when I felt like I had to explain myself. So I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry that I can't come today because, and then I'll give a 15 minute freaking lecture on why I couldn't come trying to come up with all these, you know, facts and things like that so that I would be released from my guilt. And then what I did would be, I would just shorten it up a little bit to being like, oh, I can't make it today because I forgot about something else that I really had to do and I wish I could make it, but I can't. And then I would shorten it up even more and more and more and more to where I'm saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I can't make it. You know, is there a possibility we can reschedule? And then I don't give a explanation, okay? Just work on it. Just work on it. I promise you it's going to have way more benefits than I can even express right now. Okay, I did put in here Assertiveness for Earth Angels by Doreen Virtue. I know about Doreen Virtue, but this is such a good book and it's a life-changing book, okay? Because so many of us have a problem being assertive and being confident. And honestly, we really need that when we're going through tough times because if not, we could literally break and fall the F apart, okay? If you are going through even like half as much as me, maybe even more than me, my heart goes out to you. Like you could literally just fall the freak apart, okay? And I really want to help you not do that. And one of the ways that you cannot do that and fall apart and feel overwhelmed, like you're about to have a freaking mental breakdown. I've done that before, had a mental breakdown and then I had a freaking body breakdown. And you know how long that lasted? My body breakdown probably freaking lasted a year and a half. And then God knows how long my freaking mental breakdown lasted. My mental breakdown came freaking first. And then it freaking wiped out my body. I can't even tell you all of the things that were happening around that time. This was many years ago when I had this little mental breakdown that I'm talking to you about. I believe it was 11, 12 years ago. I can't even tell you everything because some of it is too private. I tell you as much as I can. I tell you about 99% of the stuff, but some things I can't say. And it literally just broke me. And we can't have that. But if you know how to take care of yourself, if you know how to stand up for yourself, if you know how to have a little bit of a confidence of your, in yourself, then that's going to go a long way. And that's the reason why this book will help. As soon as I read this book, Assertiveness for Earth Angels, my life truly changed. It's been a long time since I read it, but I'll never forget the impact that this book left on me. Okay, another thing too is waiting 24 hours to reply to someone unless it's something really fun and exciting. I want you to practice not jumping anytime someone says anything. Obviously, if it's something urgent, yes, go ahead. 
but don't feel like you have to immediately respond to everybody. Give yourself some extra time. Put it in the back burner. Write it down so you're not constantly thinking about it, okay? Being like, oh, reply to somebody. Reply to this and that. Because what's going to happen is that your brain is going to be like, oh my God, I'm trying to remember everything I have to do because I'm waiting 24 hours. And it's like, okay, just take a chill pill, okay? I wrote it down. It's right there. So every time the thought comes up that you have to do something, be like, hey, I wrote it down. We're good. Thanks for trying to catch up on me and make sure everything's all good. Okay, so I want you just to take apart that. I feel like there was a lot of stuff um, for you to take but in. But I want to also let you know about some resources just in case you do have this podcast. You can go back and listen to all of the 160, 70 or whatever like that episodes. There's also other podcasts out there. A Psychic Story is really, really interesting and I really encourage you to find a podcast that's just a lot of fun. Maybe one where you're not even like learning, but you're this, you know, listening to like scary stories or something along those lines. I also have a um a spirit guide masterclass as well, and also a spirit talk blog, which also talks about empath fatigue. So you can look at that. And um, it's also inside of the guide and you can have a link right to some of those blog posts I did. And then, of course, Coffee and Cards. You have the Coffee and Cards Club. Those are some of my resources, but I know that there's plenty out there. And so I will try my best to put it on like my Instagram stories and also Facebook stories so that maybe if you have any that you would want to share with me that really helped you out, then let me know so I can share them with others. So I hope that whatever time of your life that you're having right now, I hope that it just gets better and better and better. And I hope that lots of spoiling from the universe to you is going to be happening very, very soon. Talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.